It's April 17th, 2017. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly. I didn't make you wait this time. <laughs> I, know, I know. I was expecting it. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> you expecting me to mess with you. But that's just a nice right down the middle intro this time. Also April 17, 2017. I don't know why, but I'm still freaked out about the fact that we're in 2017. So I know. And now, <laughs> like now we're basically through Q1 of 2017. So there's even more games and consoles and stuff on our horizon. Isn't that crazy? A lot of news. Even when we think it's going to be a quiet week, we kind of have quite an episode this week, huh? Yes. We have a big oh episode this week. I'm always coming out of the weekend and I'm like, new week, new me. No, that's not what I was saying. Wait, what? I'm like... <laughs> but i'm like okay podcast is uh, is up and coming and i'm 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 watching and i'm like oh, okay well a few stuff here and there and then we come recording time and there's all those big news yeah and i was like okay okay thursday turns out is usually a pretty good day for video game news isn't it i know yeah it's it always, is it's always last minute thing that isn't the best but unbelievable <sighs> unbelievable how are you guys good Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. I'm good. How is that pinched nerve? Sandy has a pinched nerve. She told us before we started recording the show, everyone, and she's not, she's mad about it. It's like on the pain scale, if like 100 was bad and zero was great, I'm at like a 30%. Would you rather, would you rather... Get rid of this pinch nerve and and just get rolled over by a car slowly, just once, mm. once, or, or or keep that thing for like another week. Uh, Wait a minute, is the car rolling over her fixing the nerve? Well, yeah, it could also crack the the nerve, the pinch nerve. No, crack the back, <laughs> just release the pain. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess, Would you rather die now <laughs> or be okay in a couple of weeks? What's it? I'd rather be okay in a couple of weeks. I don't want to get... I've already been hit by a car. I don't want to do it again. But not like hit. Just say like, okay, <laughs> lay down here. We're just going to have first tire, second tire. Boom. Done. No. And then, <laughs> weirdo. You guys are going to think I'm a big weirdo on this one. No. I get it. I mean, I don't, but I'm going to say yes. Anyway, despite what you've heard so far, <laughs> we're Pixels Weekly, a weekly video game podcast that comes out every week. With the exception that we'll talk about later in the show to make you smile. So, uh, Sandy, you and I share our first piece of news together. So why don't you start us off this week? Uh, uh, that Well, that's not my that's my frustration at both this pinch nerve and mm -hmm. the NES classic has been murdered. Oh, discontinued. Oh, <laughs> they killed it. <laughs> what was that? Oh. Or I don't know if you, your gal sound is like sadness or something else that we can talk know. about on the show. Oh, like a sex thing. <laughs> it's not a sex symbol. You think, think I make right. that sound in bed? You think I'm Ryan, going, oh! Ryan is in a good... Oh! <laughs> oh, Ryan is going right for it. <laughs> I don't know. We we don't judge yeah. here. Whatever Family sound show, you choose everybody. to make. Honey, Family let's get show. under the well, covers okay. and you just go ahead and touch my... Oh! Right. That's the like. Uh, no why did you sneak so up on me? <laughs> That's not. It's nothing. It's getting murdered. Tell what got Danny's classic was murdered. So you know what the hell? They just. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. It's just like, hey guys, we're not gonna sell this anymore. Hey, thanks. We don't know if it's gonna if the games are gonna come to the Nintendo Switch, and I don't have one. And that bothers me. Yeah. You uh. know, and they said in a statement to IGN, where their PR person said in a statement to IGN, that, quote, this was never meant to be, or this was always intended to be a temporary product. Uh, maybe tell that to people like me and Sandy, who may have wanted to get one at some point, but were like, I'll just wait till that stock comes down, stroll into a GameStop. And get one. If I had known I'd have to be fighting for this thing throughout its entire lifespan, uh, I would have tried a little bit harder. Yeah, I would have fought for it. So Nintendo New York would occasionally tweet when they got the NES Classic in. And they were like, okay, we're sold out, but it's okay because we're getting regular shipments. And I'm like, oh, awesome. They're getting regular shipments. 
uh, one day after work or before work, I can just walk in, get one, and be like, okay. And I'm like, great. I thought it was good news. I thought, hey, we're getting more. Yeah. No, we're not getting more. No. We're not getting any more. And so there's speculation, what, that this has something to do with just the fact that apparently most of these NES classics they were putting it, not most, but a large amount of the NES classics they were putting out in the wild were being hacked to just be Nintendo ROM players and people were loading whatever Nintendo games they wanted on it because we're the internet and we cannot have nice things. (laughs) I think, uh, yeah, you're right. I think they were, like, concerned about piracy. But don't you think they're cooking something new with the Switch where you can... Didn't, I mean, they did announce you would be able to download retro gaming, retro game stuff, and maybe there would be a conflict in terms of, of business here. And maybe, you know, obviously the NES Classic m- Edition might still make less profit than the Switch. You kind of want to clear out the way for the big machine. Yeah, that that's true. And, I mean, well, they have said that they're... They didn't say they're working on Virtual Console. They just said it's not going to be out at launch. Um, what I what I do like about this news, or I guess have to like about this news, is that it does kind of suggest that they're not going to offload all of their classic games into dedicated boxes uh, mm-hmm. that come with controllers and accessories that someone has to buy, uh, which, okay, I, I think good on you, Nintendo. Please let me download and put everything on Switch. So I don't have to, like, go get a single-purpose machine with a bunch of games that maybe I wouldn't have bought on them. Fine. But also, like, why why didn't they hand-in-hand with this announcement go, and these games will be launching on Nintendo Switch on, you know, October 1st or something like, you know, something like that. It does look a little bit odd because the the demand was still high. Like Sandy said, there is... They were sold out every every time they would have stock back in. And just for one piece of hardware, if you sell it, that means that one piece of hardware, hardware bought would make profit. And so you just have to produce whatever you've been making already and, and, and you know, kind of like do that. Maybe they were not making enough money. I don't know. But it sounds odd the way they do it so abruptly and without giving a clear explanation. You know, if they were like, we're discontinuing the... Um, Classic edition, the NES Classic Edition, but you can find everything that you had on it on the Switch if you buy the Switch. That would have been a move being like, okay, I see where you're going here. You know, you don't want you want to have the two consoles, but uh, whatever that may be, if you have a NES Classic Edition over there, that might be a relic you want to hold on for the next ten years and see the see the 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 bid rising for that because I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be some collector uh, device that you're going to want to want to have exposed on your shelf and be like. I was the one having it in the six months that it was available. Yeah, you know what? There actually was an incredibly large additional sh- uh, stock of NES classics, um, but they were on a United flight and it was overbooked. So, <laughs> yeah, I heard. My, you know who told me That's that? Funny. My my parents told me that. <laughs> Your parents told, told you about it? His, yeah, I his was dad so told out him. of it. So it's one of those weeks where we have Good Friday here and uh, at my company, and 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 and, and it's the four day packed of like crazy work, and so I didn't have time to know about any bombings out there. JK, I know of course about it, but like um, any, uh, and then my parents skype me, and they're like, "Have you heard about um? Oh, it's it's this Airways company, American Airways. It was like American Airlines, and they're like, yes. it's United. And I'm it's United, United Airlines. So my parents yeah. with the with the half baked um <laughs> news, <I think>. <laughs> fake <laughs> news. They got the part where it's American, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's they were right. Like it's America. I was like, what? Um, but I guess I'm not. I'm not super surprised. Anyway. Back to video games. I think the the Verge actually did something that was actually pretty funny. They're like, Nintendo doesn't want your money. It wants your soul. (laughs) So their whole thing is because Nintendo products are always in, like, such a high demand that they're always going to sell out because people just want them. Because, again, that draw of nostalgia is so big. And you're... We're like, Nintendo, you're never going to do this to me again. And then we're like, just kidding. Here, take my money. Mm-hmm. Take my money, Nintendo. And Davis and Curtis, oh, we're never going to get a Switch. I'm not interested. I only want the games. Show me some games, and then I'll get a Switch. That's what they both sound like. And it was like, oh, guess what I did? I bought a Switch today. And it's, 
It's like, way to go, guys. Way to hold on to your ethics, high horse. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It is just, it's really weird. I mean, Polygon posted an article of like a bunch of reasons why the Switch, uh, or not the Switch rather, but the NES Classic could have been canceled. But yeah, you're right. I don't understand Nintendo's moves at all. Um, at this point, Nintendo has become a fierce deity uh, in my life. Um, <laughs> who I can say works in mysterious ways. Um, Pretty much. But uh, yeah, so that's my and Sandy's uh, first piece of news lumped together, which brings us to Yannick. Please, the world is an awful place. Give me something good. Well, I know. I mean, and, and I want to transition over and stay with Nintendo, um, but I want to transition over to some better news. And uh, I want to talk about the the which surprisingly have have just came out have uh, just come out the the Zelda Breath of the Wild launch sales numbers have been revealed. Um, it's some news that I was surprised to read. I was like, didn't we have numbers already? And uh, and we are more than a month after launch, and Nintendo has offered like some concrete sales info. Oh. Uh, and uh, I'm just gonna say it out there, you know. I've I've predicted in this year to be the to be the Nintendo Switch year, uh, thanks to Zelda. On and I want to bet Zelda only, uh, even though other games are gonna come out and drive continuous sales. But I wanted to think that the mm, Switch coming out and the Switch still selling throughout the year will still uh, drive the sales of the. Uh, I would say you know the 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 flag holder that is Zelda. And uh, they sold um, they sold early reports. Uh, I, I want to say I'm reading the numbers with you because I don't want to make it wrong, but it's early reports that suggested that 1.5 million Switch copies were sold in its first week. Um, but it's been it's been a month, and um, the um, the amount of um, Breath of the Wild copies um, sold is up to 1.3 million right now. Overall, wow. you know, um, yeah. in 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 overall, and um, ninety nine hundred twenty five thousand were sold for Nintendo Switch, and four hundred sixty thousand were sold for the Wii U. So I'm talking about both consoles here, um, which is pretty incredible. Um, I mean, if you go, if you want to, you know, you you we knew that the Switch and Breath of the Wild broke sales record in the America and Europe, but I'm willing to bet that this number is going to go up to two million. And for comparison, we had uh you know the Wii U console itself sold at four hundred thousand units in its first <laughs> week, and yeah. the Wii sold six hundred thousand units in in the first eight days on sale back then. Uh, it's a big bump. It's a big su- success, and uh, and I, I would I would want to bet that the um, uh, Breath of the Wild will just go to two million by the end of the year, knowing that other copies, of, you know, other Switch are gonna be sold. Yeah, and you know what? It's also worth too for um, people who are listening to to kind of put you know these numbers into perspective. This yes, it's 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 a huge sales number. Right for um, the Switch, absolutely, it's a new console. They have to get it into as many people's hands uh, as possible. But like to put it in comparison, like you have something like Horizon Zero Dawn, which launched what one or two weeks before Zelda, and that in its first two weeks sold 2.6 million copies, um, and probably well on its way to uh, doing much better than that, if not has already done better than that. And Uncharted mm-hmm. 4, uh, you know, a massive franchise for Sony, is at something like 8.81 million. And of course, you know, your Call of Duties every year are good to sell. I think Black Ops 3 sold 14.8 million copies. So it's not a huge number of titles, but it did better than, say, Titanfall 2 for example, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which sold yeah. about 1.25 million. So yeah. it, I think it's it's nice to see Nintendo having anything that would appear even in the top 20 uh, things <laughs> of the year. Um, and in, honestly, it's a bit shocking. I'm sure that the attach rate of that console in Zelda is going to be about one-to-one, right? Like I, it's, I think it's more than that because they announced that they sold um, 906,000 Switch consoles. And this is in March. 
and they sold 925,000 copies of Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. for the Switch. Yep. So, <laughs> so even people were just like, I'm going to get Zelda <laughs> now and wait for my Switch. So that, I mean, that is... Zelda's that kind of game, and you know what, For just to dip back into last week's news, like I haven't gone back to play Horizon Zero Dawn yet because I'm afraid to play it too close to Zelda. Um, I don't want my opinion of it swayed negatively uh, for that. There you have it. There you have short, it. Short, short, short news, you know, just numbers, just facts, real facts. I think it's cool. I think we can do short news. Why not? I'll, I'll come up with rumors later. That's why I want to save some time. <laughs> I like it. Not about Zelda, not about Zelda, but... Sandy, <laughs> what do you have for us? Yes. Yeah, what's next? Uh, Google's chief game designer left Google to make video games. Whoa! So hold on, <laughs> so hold on. So the guy at Google who is chief game designer, what game is he making? He's not working on any games right now, but he was hired at Google to make games, but he what? didn't. That is so, so weird. In his personal blog post, he's like, I love working on Google. It's great. However, I've got 37 years of gaming experience, and I want to make more games. So he pieced out. Uh, and This guy's name is what? Noah? It looks like Noah Falstein? Uh, e- what is his name? Yes, Noah Falstein. I was All like, right. I know it's Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's his last name? And yes, it is Faustine. Who didn't uh, make games at Google, although kind of sort of made games, but didn't. And now wants to go make real games. He's like, VR is such a big thing. Neuro games is on the horizon of being super amazing. I want to go and make video games. I want I, I want to I want to believe that in the next decade or next 20 years or so, um, a lot of us that work in tech, a lot of us that took this internet train, um, this modern wave, um, I, I would hope, I would be very excited if some people that would work in, you know, web development, tech, even hardware, uh, would make the jump and, and jump into game development and, and kind of bring their expertise, bring their, their fresh mind uh, into into the game, um, no pun intended, Um it would be very interesting because one thing that I that I keep on hearing about and Jason Schreier from Kotaku is going to release a book about it um, in September where he pretty much uh, take a, a deep study, a deep dive into uh, video game companies, de- like development companies and talk about the flaws, talk about the challenges that they face. And most of the time you see, um, I've seen him said recent, saying recently in, in some series of tweet to kind of tease in his book, he said... You know, if the if the develop if the development process if the development tools were better, you wouldn't have those games that come out and need to be patched in patched in the three days after release. Um, yeah, and I, and I personally see it. I mean, I'm on my daily job. I'm I'm an, I'm an engineer and like working on web, and I see our tools evolving. I see I see you know Microsoft, Google, Facebook collaborating and and sharing open source open source um, tools to to work better and work and be more productive and and make better web apps and and just be more productive doing that and um, and work on mobile and etc. You know like those new challenges that we have to face and we answer them really really well. And in the game development, every time I hear it, it sounds just like a struggle every day you come to the office. It's 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 kind of a, it makes me even more, you know, impressed by what people do when they create games. Yeah, I I can't help but you know, anytime I think of like entering in the video games industry, and we'll talk a little bit about this more at the end of the show. Um, like seriously, making video games. Um, I can't help but think of, you know, even just like when I worked at Apple, you know, you have, you have projects with a timeline, say at Apple of, you know, a year, whereas like you're working from OS release to OS release. And that felt like a super long time when I'm so used to working on web stuff, um, which, you know, can be released in a week or even a day if it's a small enough thing, right? Yeah. Um, and to think about, like, Todd Howard and the team at Bethesda 
working on Fallout for like four or five years or Breath of the Wild taking four or five years or whatever, like, oh, man, the art, like the artist doubt, this happens in every project. And it's called the, uh, you know, I call it the artist doubt, but I'm sure it happens to you, Sandy, and to you, Yannick. Um, Is like you work on a project for so long, you're like, I don't even know if this thing's good anymore. Yeah. Can you imagine that feeling after five or years working on something? Yeah. And so I think Google's like that also. They work on a lot of projects and it's like, this is going to be great. It's the next big thing. And then it just never really takes off. Like Google Plus. Yeah. And I, I hopefully, <laughs> like, Noah has experience working on those long term projects because, like, Noah, buddy, if you're used to working on web stuff, you're in for a gauntlet here (laughs) called making video games. It takes a lot of time, especially if you're like the Thomas Haps of the world and you're sort of the lone person doing all of it. Um, Yeah. Well, apparently for a little bit, uh, you know, Niantic, who made Pokemon Pokemon Go, I forgot, but they were part of Google and Google let them leave. Um, Google let them leave to be an independent company in 2015. And uh, maybe it sounds like uh, Google is not really um, in the mood for game development right now. And uh, mm. and, our, and our dear Nolan probably realized that and was like, okay, I'm just going to step... Uh, uh, Noah, sorry, no, not Nolan, Noah Felstein. Probably just uh, seeing an opportunity to see something out elsewhere, um, an opportunity elsewhere. Yeah. Well, good luck, Noah. We wish you the best. And we'll, we'll keep track of your name and your Twitter and see if you can come up with some good indie games coming out soon yeah i think the neuroscience stuff that he was talking about is something that i'm interested in seeing because that games that have an impact for anything for mental health for kids with autism or even games that have like a narrative that's different than our AAA titles i think it's incredibly interesting and that possibility I think is what's really cool. It's like, what can this do for this specific field Mm. that we didn't even think of? Like teaching kids how to read in math. Like teaching kids how to read in math. Read in math. Brains. (laughs) Yes, the most optimistic zombie here. All right. So for my next piece of news, I wanted to... uh, just put all the Nintendo stuff up at the front of the show as long as we're doing that. Uh, Nintendo Direct is back with a new host uh, that I wrote out phonetically here so I wouldn't mess it up too badly. Yoshiaki Koizumi. Yay! Uh, <laughs> and uh, he actually did a really good job. This is the same guy that we saw at the Switch event. Um, and he unveiled a lot of things, uh, namely a bunch of new details about ARMS. That uh, is starting to actually look kind of good, which <laughs> is surprising to me. Uh, in terms I'm excited of like, for arms. I yeah, did you, did, Yannick, did you see any of the arm stuff? I can't wait for elbows. <laughs> <laughs> no, we made that joke already. Sorry. No, I haven't. No, you said legs. You said legs. Um, I said legs, but I want to keep it you. I want to keep it It is the same. Just okay. want <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I guess what they're doing with arms is now, like, you can equip different types of arms on each arm. Every mm-hmm. character also has Overwatch-like ultimate abilities uh, that trigger at different points. And you can also put on, like, elemental modifiers on separately on each arm. So now, now they're getting into, like kind of loadout customization and stuff in this fighting game so it'll be it's very interesting to see where that thing's going i'm wondering if it's going to um you know feel good without the motion control because i think if they really do want to have anything that could appear at uh, one of the tournaments that sandy would probably talk about and not me you um, mean evo yeah sure one of those then they probably need to have a lot of depth there uh, to get like the fighting game community interested but until then it's looking cool for us uh us casuals and uh the second thing is splatoon 2 got a new horde mode that they announced um where kind of you're you're fighting wave after wave of bad guys and you're getting like currency drops to i guess upgrade gear or buy new gear they weren't very specific it's to stay fresh that means Uh, you get new gear yeah yeah, that's the only way to stay fresh um 
And so I was like, whoa, okay, cool. Splatoon co-op modes, that's what I need out of Splatoon. Um, and they also revealed a new hot as hell neon yellow Joy-Con set, uh, which kills me because I already have enough Joy-Cons and I don't need any more. But um, <laughs> you guys, I mean, you got to see them. Uh, I'll put I'll try and put them in the uh, the poster. Sandy, you put them in the poster or something yeah. on the website. At first, so. I didn't like him. I was like, uh, oh, no, well, if you get bright. both of them. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's then I saw like it again. And I was it. like, it's just like kidding. Yeah. I like it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Put, put, put a put a wood stick at the bottom of them. And it looks like lollipop, like lemon lollipops. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I feel like they'll, they'll bundle that with Splatoon 2. So this is like just a bunch of news, and I just wanted to come at you guys with like the general thought of like with Splatoon and now with ARMS and the customization and stuff and the, some of the different modes, their online app better be good. Like, where is mm-hmm. this thing? What the hell is going on with it? We haven't heard anything. You mean Discord? It's great. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll be using Discord, of course. Yeah, it's yeah, not I don't acceptable. Know. It's not acceptable. I think uh, I hope they're just, you know, cooking it. I mean, now if Nintendo Direct is back, hopefully uh, we'll get more of those news. I'm fine with just hearing about games coming up this summer. Uh, they did announce that Splatoon 2 is coming out this July, correct? Yes. Yeah. And uh, and and I think they also talked about new Amiibos. Um, I cannot believe that any, like, no online app, or no online, like, nothing about online features will not come even out talking about it. Yeah. Before, before Splatoon, Splatoon 2 comes out, because that's the core, the core aspect of this game is going to be a multiplayer, and if I can only do couch co-op, okay, alright, you know, for an hour, with my friends, with my colleagues, but then I want to go online and, 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 you know, play that thing online. And, and I mean, Splatoon will work online, platform. but you won't be able to coordinate with anybody unless... Yeah, right. It's, it's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, you want to, you know, you want to go MLG or not? God damn it. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing with Splatoon is, like, right now, you can't play it with your friends. There's no guarantee that you guys will be on the same team or anything like that. Yeah. But with Splatoon 2, they've got this crazy LAN mode where you can have... Up to eight devices, like, hooked up, and you can it's play together. New York people, but I'll be out here in California all by myself. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they'll, they'll do something where it can you can actually party up. Because if they want to heavily invest into, like, esports and go, this is this could be a thing. Because I remember watching the trailer, and it's, like, Splatoon 2 and, like, in, a, in an arena. Yeah. They, you have to be able to, like, pair up with people. But, yes... Smash final final Smash Brothers amiibos are released or will be released. So there's like two bayonettas and Corin and a few other Oh and Cloud and Cloud, Cloud Player 2 that I pre-ordered today. I'm an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the Splatoon amiibos, the Splatoon 2 amiibos look yeah, really I'm cute. So I'm, like, I'm not interested in any more Zelda amiibo, and I'm not interested in the Splatoon amiibo. Please stop. I, I like them. They're cute. I was like, oh, it's the squid, the Inkling girl looks so cute. She looks so, so badass. Yeah, they showed something where you, like, take pictures with your fake amiibo friend. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Hey, you want to take a break? Mm-hmm. Let's, Let's take, a, take break. a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about Persona 5 and Star Wars and NorCal SF5 Regional. Wait, you saying no Overwatch? No Blizzard? What a no. Oh my God. No, you just, you just jinx it. That's how we're going to end it. It was a surprise. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and Blizzard. No, I'm just kidding. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> hey, Sandy and Yannick. Hey. Heard of this newfangled thing called Discord? Discord? Exactly. Yes, yeah. It's just like an internet telephone. Wait, the buttons on it or the one that, you know. It's called Yeah, Discord. the numpads, right? Oh, it'll make you numb. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for this one. I'll tell you, Discord is actually a place where you can chat with us. Yeah, that's right. The hosts of Pixels Weekly. Well, I'm very much looking forward to that. But I'm 
have a question. Is it going to work on my smartphone? You better believe it, sister. You can do that through the app. Just go to pixelsweekly.com and click on the join link right on the homepage, and you can be chatting with us today. We'll see you there. Yay! We're back! Hello. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Ryan oh, had to put man. some stuff in the oven. I so had to put some like... stuff in the oven. Gotta get He's making his dinner. Ooh, gotta get things ready. <laughs> you guys ready for some delicious chicken and potatoes? Yes. I'm ready. I've, I've, <laughs> I ate already, but I'm pretty sure you're a pretty good cook, so. Oh, yeah. we're gonna get some chili margarita chicken. Oh, what? I know. Never mind that. Well, Yannick, give me some news. Hit me with some yeah. video game stuff. With some fresh meat as well, right? Mm, with some fresh, raw, free-range meat. <laughs> um, there was a rumor that I was really disturbed about uh, last week, early last week, and uh, this all started apparently from... I, I, I traced it, and it all started from... Um, from, from a podcast, uh, this guy named Liam Robertson, who helps operate the channel, the YouTube channel Unseen64, um, mm. started just like rambling about the fact that BioWare's Austin is pretty much exclusively working on a, on Star Wars games now, and that they're somehow working on a revival slash remake of, um, of KO. So how do you have the acronym set up for you? Like KOTOR. K- K- KOTOR or KOTR? K-O... Oh, yeah, K-O-T-O-R. Okay. Yeah, KOTOR. K-O-T-O-R. Knights, Knights of the Old Republic, um, which is... That makes sense. Have you guys I... ever been to Unseen64.com? No. No. Man, it's no. an amazing website. So, like, if you've ever been there, it's essentially an archive of canceled video games and games wow. that just, like, never, like, came out. And they have got... Some legitimately amazing stuff on there. You can look by platform, but you can see, like, old weird demos of, you know, things like Hitman games. And there was a, that Batman by Gaslight, like the steampunk Batman game and wow. stuff. And they came out. It's really great. And they have, a pix- uh, um, they have a podcast you can find on their website, too. And it's unseen64.net, right? Mm-hmm. Is it .com? Or, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, unseen64.net. Yeah, well, you can find it. Google is here for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think uh, so. I think this news was like shook up the internet a little bit. There's a lot of those rumors that pop out uh, all the time. And so this guy was like, yeah, it's, it's been in, in development for a little while now. And uh, it even made his way onto the, the subreddit games uh, on Reddit. Um, it made his way onto the front page. And, uh, and it's funny because like you 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 when you say stuff like this you know people listen i don't know if like the guy really understood what like the the range of what he was saying so kotaku <laughs> went and did kotaku went and especially my 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 good old jason schreier who i who i uh, dearly love for his coverage for destiny um reached out to robert uh, robertson and uh and cleared things up and this is what he said uh Going to hold my hands up here, I, I think I just misheard some of the Austin stuff when I was talking on Skype, so I may have misspoke there. There's also the element that I had no notes in front of me and just sort of rambled on from memory. I didn't expect these few select statements to blow up. Oops, uh, I'm used to having the opportunity to just release follow-up not- notices on the Patreon uh, with any updates and corrections. My bad there. Let me clarify that I don't think KOTOR is a current project. From the same people I learned about Dylan. Dylan is the code name uh, for for the new IP uh, from uh, from <laughs> Bioware's from from Bioware's game. Um, I did hear they had that they prototyped a Kotor revival a while back. I believe it may have evolved into something else since then or fizzled out since then. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still confident Austin is doing something Star Wars related. Blah 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 blah. Pretty much the guy messed up and this blew up and. You know, like the internet, you can't control it. Um, Bioware didn't respond, um, so don't get your hopes too high. But I, it, it did like blew up my Twitter, and it did blew up with the internet a little bit on Monday, Tuesday. Have you guys heard about it last week? I didn't hear it, but like Knights of the Old Republic is such a great game, and you I remember it. my my brother playing it, it. <laughs> and. 
we have it. And considering like all the Star Wars news that's going on and everything that's happening with Star Wars, this is something that people are going to cling on to and go, yes, I want another Knights of the Old Republic. Because... Disney was like, hey, this is canon, this isn't canon, and that whole world of the Knights of the Old Republic is kind of in this weird limbo place where it's old enough where it could be canon, but we don't know, and we want canon because we're crazy Star Wars fans. (laughs) I don't need canon. I'm a Star Wars. Maybe I'm a too casual (laughs) Star Wars fan, but I... Whatever. It could just be like I wasn't so concerned about like when I was playing some of the old PlayStation and, you know, Super Nintendo games. I was like, okay, well, is it canon that Luke Skywalker does flip jumps with a lightsaber? Because if he does, that has serious ramifications as to the Death Star battle in Return of the Jedi. Um, You see, he should be able to have defeated Darth Vader handily. Um, should he be able to pick up a shielding power-up and be invincible to other lightsabers, at least for a temporary amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I think the the reason why the internet blew up is because they are, um, to go back on topic with the KOTOR, uh, I think people can't wait to have a, a, a real KOTOR, a real action RPG that is not light in the actual role-playing. Um, th- you know, there's a lot of stuff where you shoot a gun, Shoot yeah. a guy, pick up a gun, shoot a guy, level up, end game, done. What's next? Kotor was one of the last of his generation where, where you had to f- you had to work on it. Um, and and today the only game with that really makes you work for it, in my opinion, in my memory, in my knowledge, is World of Warcraft. And that's kind of that's kind of weak. That's kind of like the, if that's the only option. I mean, people out there are willing to spend a lot of hours. And you have a lot of people that invest in games and, and always ask for more. Uh, you know, I know it takes time. Once again, we talk, we circle back into this. Um, but a KOTOR 2, based off of the, the, the what, made, what made the first one really successful is probably what people are, why people let this news blow up. and, 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 and Or K- KOTOR and 3, rather. KOTOR yeah, 3, I think yeah. <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic is just... I think it's just Star Wars and people just want that. I think we want like a really good Star Wars game. And one more. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to jump in and actually take your spot, Sandy, because I wanted to talk about that. It's Star Wars Celebration Week. It was really cool seeing George Lucas again on stage. Um, I have a picture with George Lucas for (laughs) a weird story. I think Yannick was actually there for that day. Were you? Uh, No, but I, I remember you showing me the picture when you... Yeah, and it happened pretty much like on. on I was working at Squarespace in New York. After. Yeah, George Lucas was eating lunch like down the yeah. street, and <laughs> me and and a guy named Michael Heilman, a friend of mine, kind of pieced out together and were like, "Let's hunt down George Lucas," and we did, and we got a picture with George Lucas. Nice. Um, and he he, I will make that the cover of this week's episode because boy oh boy, does he have a look on his face like, "Please get this man away from me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do remember the face being like, oh, my God, yeah, they actually like, haunted me. <laughs> yeah, he knew, he knew. Um, I feel like I would have yelled at him. Like, what What were you thinking, episodes one, two, and three? Oh, why? Shame on. on you. They're just kids' movies. Um, I try not to get mad about Star Wars anymore. Like, that's, that's my whole thing. Because now that I know Disney's going to just drive into the ground, that it's, they're just kids' movies. I'll enjoy them like cartoons. Or I won't. You say that, but I think they're doing really, really good things. Because before, you had, there were tons of different Star Wars books. There were tons of different comic books. Things just didn't make sense. Everything was scattered. I know, but like as a more casual Star Wars fan, somebody who wasn't investing in the extended universe stuff, for me, Star Wars was just like a series of three and then six movies. And so, like, there could be, like, an, you know, a holiday rolled around of, like, hey, let's watch Star Wars, you know, and you watch all three of the movies or something in one day. And uh, there there will be a point in the next, like, X amount of years where watching the entirety of the, like, key Star Wars information is going to be impossible. 
right? Because you're going to be like, okay, well, all right, now we have to stop the trilogy because now we have the Han Solo standalone movie to find out where Han Solo. Co- okay, and now and now Boba Fett. Well, here, okay, so Boba Fett had Wait, a mission. <laughs> Just there was an Ewok movie that I grew up watching because I thought <laughs> yeah. it was the the greatest thing ever. And now it's gone. Now it's dead. So I think compared to the Ewok movie, this is a lot better. Well, since we are a video game podcast, I wanted to kind of get back to what you were just talking about, Sandy, which is like, what, like, when will we get the next great Star Wars game? Like, Battlefront 2 has been teased and pre announced and announced and re announced. Like, I don't care about Battlefront as a Star Wars game. I know EA wants me to because it's a shooter, it's a multiplayer shooter, and every major publisher wants to sell everyone a persistent multiplayer shooter online now but to me star wars is always about the story and the universe and battlefront i think takes advantage of neither of those things even with a single player campaign or even adding in space combat isn't going to do battlefront for me i want another knights of the old republic i want another jedi knight even heck i'd even take a force unleashed at this point i like the force unleashed me too do you remember um uh uh what is the one with where they're all like clone troopers it was a first person Uh, shooter the clone wars the but no, it there was I god now I'm blanking on the name. But there was a Star Wars game, it was a squad-based first-person shooter. It mm-hmm. was fantastic. And like to me or god forbid Shadows of the Empire. I really like Shadows of the Empire and that's about Dash Rendar. It has nothing to do with uh any of the main cast of Star Wars. So I don't I'm not excited for Battlefront. I don't know are either of you guys excited for Battlefront? Not really. No, right. I mean it. It hasn't. He has proven, you know, he has proven disappointment after after such a hype. So, yeah, um, it would probably come come up as a surprise if it if it ended up delivering a really good uh, and reviving the franchise for sure. Right. So I'm I'm kind of of you know of the mind and of the party at this point that what I really want from Star Wars is a great Star Wars video game, and I will take that in two. Or in three forms. A long-form RPG, like KOTOR, by a, you know, marquee developer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear Mass Effect is not doing well, so maybe they want to change universes. <laughs> um, that's number one. Number two, a really tight campaign and multiplayer Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron was a fantastic many multiple vehicle Star Wars combat game yep, yep. that always took you through all the marquee space battles of Star Wars and we haven't seen what that looks like on anything resembling modern hardware at this point so I would absolutely buy a Rogue Squadron and call it Rogue Squadron <laughs> and <laughs> finally a third person adventure a la the cancelled Star Wars 1313 I don't know if you guys remember that they only released like concept art and stuff for it but that was a game that they was working on. They were being, work, being worked on before they even announced any of the new Star Wars or Disney bought Star Wars. And it was just canned. And it was about being a bounty hunter, like, in the underground. And, like, I was like, that's cool. Like, yeah, that's what I cool. want to do with Star Wars. Like, tell me a story that doesn't have anything to do with the Skywalker family. And let me play as, you know, in Star Wars. And I think... That's what Disney's doing with Rogue One. You had this epic film that tied up the plot hole to the episode four. Okay. (laughs) But it's a it's a it's a Star Wars story. It's set in the universe, but it's not about the Skywalker clan. And I think the other thing that I like about Star Wars is that the Sith the Sith get this like negative reputation of being evil. And the Jedi are good, but it's about a, a balance of two totally different things. And I don't think every Sith is evil. I just believe that they're monitored by the. They're more emotional. I don't you know? know about that. I don't know if I well, feel the same way. 
They they happen to like end up being evil, but they're not all bad. I feel like they are kind of evil. They had good intentions. Oh, your anger. <laughs> I, good, I'm just saying, Sandy. Good, good. The em- emotions are not a bad thing. Uh, every time I talk with you guys about Star Wars, I realize I'm just such a fake fan of Star Wars. I, I know, I know, <laughs> I know When's the last time you watched them? I know nothing. I played nothing. I watched the last ones, and it makes me really go want to go back and actually legit watch all the, all the all the Star Wars in 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 particular recommended order. Um, but, but yeah, my my um, my interest for Star Wars has been on and off, and too much yeah. on and off to really be um, soaked in completely, and still and still remember everything. Uh, well, I think that, that there's just something about Star Wars that like is undeniable that there is a huge universe that spawned unlimited amounts of books, comics, video yes. games, toys, yes. and yeah. let's face it, money. For large corporations, overwhelming for your wallet. There, there you <laughs> yeah, um, that, uh, and I think it's because, in and of its core, the battle between good and evil, in a space opera scale, is very compelling. Um, and you know, I think that the newest, you know, Star Wars episode uh, seven was successful and unsuccessful in some ways of reestablishing that because what is the first order and what do they care about and who are they anyway if they're not the <laughs> if the rebels already want like it's very confusing <laughs> but anyway um yeah that's my two cents i'm waiting for the next great star wars game i hope uh, if you out there listeners are feeling like you have a favorite star wars game and they're not making that kind of game anymore write in to pixelsweekly.com/ask and let us know what your favorite Star Wars game is. Mine is it's gonna be Rogue Squadron, or it's gonna be might be Jedi Knight Two. Oof, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> so many options. Yeah, options. Were you thinking of Dark Forces? Uh, no. There's Dark Forces. That's that's another one. Dark Forces, and then Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight is. Uh, is one of my favorite Star Wars games, yeah. But and then of course, shout out to the Empire, love it, love it, love it. I even like Masters of the Terrakasai, the original PlayStation Star Wars fighting game that nobody likes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go look up that deep cut, Masters of the Terrakasai or Terrakasi. I, I never knew how to pronounce it. Um, when you're a kid, you only see these words in like isolation from like a game you rented at the video game store. You never learn how to pronounce anything because you're not like bouncing the idea off of somebody else you're not like hey you ever play terracasi we're like what yeah exactly i got it from blockbuster what (laughs) yeah no kidding all right well that's that's (laughs) it for me sandy what do you have i have the actually interesting news for my esports fans especially those that listen to uh street fighter 5 news today in control who was the evo 2016 champion has stated that he is taking a break he's not ready for the capcom cup tour uh so he's not going to be at the norcal regional but he's getting married oh so yay happy marriage to you is this a song is this a song you sing happy marriage to you there's also another player missing and that's julio fuentes and He's out because of an esports injury, tendonitis. Oh man, it's a thing. The it's real. One. It's the. <laughs> it's the. I gotta find the injury in in soccer that happens. What's it, what's so the name? Julio. Yeah, Julio Fuentes. Julio Fuentes sounds like a great boxer name. He should really yep. be a boxer. <laughs> he should be a it's funny the five character himself. Yeah, exactly. Julio Fuentes has tendonitis. Ease a little hard. As I was to say, I said in control, who's a StarCraft player, when I actually meant to say infiltration. Oh Are you just oh corrected God, me? Na- the down. names are so stupid. All right, shut it down. Yeah, Poo of Roses. A- Can we go back? It's just like these people <laughs> keep proving my point. Please use your regular name. Julio Fuentes, you're doing it right. Unless his name is like Brian Brian Smith or something. No, it's, it's just okay. it's Julio Fuentes. Okay, thank God. Uh, 
But infiltration, not in control. Julio His real name is Sion Wu Li. Yeah, he's taking a break. The other reason why he's taking a break is he's not happy with the changes that Capcom has made. The characters that he played, Nash, is considered a lower tier character. So he's not as strong as he was in the first season of Street Fighter. So all these balance cha- all these balance changes have upset his game, and he's getting married. So, uh, so that's how, how is he getting married? I I saw the last time I saw his face was probably a month or two ago, and it was a video documentary on his life, and he was pretty much showing us his small apartment in in Korea, and uh, and the fact that he was just like you know he had like a studio, and mm-hmm. uh, he had a funny like twenty like twenty five inches monitor. On his bedside table, where we could watch Twitch uh, uh, before going to sleep or waking up, and then he would get out of bed, and that would be the console here for him to practice. Oh my um, god! I mean, I guess you know, I guess I didn't see it coming that he had a girlfriend or, or a future wife or fiance at the time. Yeah, I think some people are like private, so a, yeah. But she's been really supportive of yeah. him. Yeah, and he's really excited. So. The character that he was playing was Jury, and she's Korean, and he wanted to be really good with her because he's like, I want to represent Korea by playing a Korean character. So she's waifu number two, where his waifu number one is like his fiance right now, which I thought was really cute. But he's actually a really funny guy. His stream is hilarious, and we're going to miss him, seeing him in the pro circuit because he's really, really good. He is a champion, but sometimes life is more important. Can yeah. You tell us who are, can you tell us who are the, the 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 outsiders right now? The people that can take a spot, the 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 new favorites, the new the new uh, the new dogs out there. In terms of new dogs, that's kind of hard. Uh, with Ely going on, there was an upset where Smug, who's from New York, and Punk, mm-hmm. who's from also from New York kind of came in and were just defeating these gods of Street Fighter. But the person that will probably be the one to beat would be Takedo. Okay. And he's part of Team Echo Fox. Mm-hmm. And him and his wife, there's cute little Japanese couple. Takedo's also, in a few episodes back, uh, we discussed he's actually a descendant of a ninja. And they have a school where they teach people how to play Street Fighter. So they're like, I love everything about them. They're so cool. I mean, I want to be a descendant of a ninja too. Can I just, in Second Life, please just be a descendant of a ninja. That'd be so nice. And in E-League, Takeda, like totally spanked the, the guy he was playing. So it's good. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. Well, it's gonna redistribute the cards, right? Because otherwise, infiltration would have been like the leader uncontested for uh, one more year, and and now I guess it's gonna give a little bit more uh, uncertainty in the tournament and uh, at Evo. Yeah, even with E League, it's there's been so many upsets that you just don't know who could win, especially with all the balance changes. Well, that's so, good. That's what I think. That's what you want. Yeah, it's it's a good it's good competition. And I think that's what StarCraft should do. Oh, wait, it's dead. Hey, you know what I saw? I don't know if this is coincidence or not, speaking of that. If you go to buy the original StarCraft right now, it says sold out. What? If you go to Blizzard, (laughs) Blizzard's like online store where you can buy games, the original StarCraft says sold out. The hard copy? No, the digital file. I can't wrap my brain around this. <laughs> I don't understand how you sell out of a digital server, file, but clearly server, they don't want to be. The factory server is overwhelmed. Just let it be. <laughs> yeah, I just I wonder <laughs> if that is them telegraphing that they want people to buy the new StarCraft soon. But it's uh, yeah, it, weird. Nevertheless, sorry about that. Yannick, take us home. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to try to bring you guys some memory. I'm actually curious what you. What's your guys' biggest upset um, with the topic I'm going to talk about? So, um, and we talked about both game last week, Persona Five and mm. um, and Ukulele. So you guys are asking me what's 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 the connection between those two very different games with two different ratings? Well, um, 
one of the journalists or journalists at, at Kotaku, Mike Fahey, shared a very personal experience that he had. And uh, we know how it is where where you work in video games and, and in journalism. Uh, if you play a game for work, you can play it a lot. You can do reviews. You can, you know, you can pretty much finish a game in, in, in a week, even if it's an RPG and give the review but when you start playing a game for fun outside of work that's when it becomes very difficult when you have a kid and a, and a five-year-old kid well uh, mike still managed to do it and mike still managed to pull out 40 hours in into personal five loved it um, really into this game and his five-year-old kid wanted to play ukulele and um and i think uh, his, his kid took too much control of the controller and too much control of the of the console and probably logged into a uh, personal five Um, the, the personal five game first and uh, managed to save and override the 40 hour save for a new game of seven minute playtime <laughs> which kind of an upset and uh, so the guy pretty much lost 40 hours of playtime and now there was just 15 minutes of playtime fortunately he had this first save at 10 hours Um, but it's kind of like the chance of finishing Personal 5 anytime soon is kind of gone here when this kind of game apparently takes around an 100 hour to, to finish if you if you try to have all the um, try to have the, the, the best ending because there's a short way to get to an ending but Man, he just made, he just gave me all the feels because I've had so many of those <laughs> in, the old, yeah. in the old console, and I didn't think that was possible in the in in the new age where you have auto saves and 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 you don't have this memory card slot and memory card you know anymore that you have to transport and and, and watch for. Uh, everything is kind of like saved digitally in the cloud and everything. And, and this poor guy with his kid just managed to to ruin his 40 hours of 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 that video game playtime, which is even more valuable than any of ours playtime right now. Uh, have you guys, so I was wondering when I read that news, are you, have you guys, and have you guys, guys who are listening here, remember, try to remember and share with us on the Discord or whatnot, on Twitter. Have you guys, rem do you guys remember going through a big upset like this where you just lose a big, big save? No, that's why I don't share anything. Next. <laughs> Sandy was in a very different situation. I grew up in a house where there were four boys all competing to play video games. Oh, yeah. And not only were saves lost, I'm pretty sure at there were different points, saves were held hostage and <laughs> saves were used as leverage. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I, I'm, I'm sure looking back, I was in so many fights with Kyle, my you know, second uh, oldest brother. And he, um, he and I for sure like would say, you know, hover over each other's file and be like, I'll just delete it. I'll just delete it. Um, And <laughs> I'll just erase it or whatever it is. And I know we've we've lost, we've had little kids come over and like try like cousins and stuff during holidays and like just erase the Mario sixty four save oh, and just like no. oh no, <laughs> just because like, I don't know what they're doing. They're just like oh, all of these are all these three files are taken. I'm going to <laughs> erase one of them. Maybe the one with seventy stars. God. Um, <laughs> maybe this one. I know, because I like the letter the one B. That calls to me the most. I know it. It was just ugh, but yeah, man. I've even like forgotten, you know, had memory cards stolen out of school lockers or desks or you know or you know whatever leftover friends' houses. Just like the most awful. Yeah. I remember, I remember playing Crash Bandicoot with my cousin and cousins and. uh Uh, they would just be only exclusively Crash Bandicoot players, and I, I think at some point we were just like too excited and and accidentally override one save. It was it was kind of a mess. It was very upsetting. oh yeah, it saving was, over is a whole different thing. Right? It was just like saving <laughs> over the other one. Oh yeah, I've oh, done that man. to myself. Like I'm sure I've been playing like Final Fantasy VII, especially because that just like gives you essentially ostensibly an unlimited number of save like slots or like 30 or something crazy and so you're like you just go to you know xxxxx you get a bunch and then you're like oh oh wait wait 
did I? <laughs> yeah, and you go back and check, yeah. and you're like, oh, I did. Oh, I feel okay. sick. Oh, I it feel hurt. sick. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. hurt. It just feels like it just feels like you know you've you've aged, but but somehow accidentally you get you got back in time. So you've you've aged. You've used all that energy. And you go back, <laughs> right, you've and lost. You go back it's just an overall loss. And life, life just went back. But you, you look, you look older. Older. You, time had an effect on you, but but everything around you is back. Is coming back into the past. Oh, it's the worst feeling. You're like, what? What am I? Well, like, why don't I just jump off a cliff right now? Because I just lost so many, so much time of my life. Yeah, crazy. I think that's how relationships end. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do it's like i'm never gonna pick up this game again no kidding yeah. uh Aria, Aria, he's your child you. yeah. not mine so guys yeah. before we go today uh let's do some housekeeping what do you think mm-hmm. i've got what, what, a broom what you got? <laughs> i've got a broom I'm watching we are candy. not coming out next monday <sighs> i know what the world's gonna collapse. I mean, I swear there's gonna be like a a breach in the in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. After we had a good run, but um, this is also part of some other news. So, uh, for uh, for people that that know, we work at in the tech industry, and I recently got a job um, at God forbid IGN. Um, <laughs> So, Ooh, no. congratulations! Oh, I want you to be excited about this one. Come on. I am. I'm this super excited to get in there, and I'm not like, uh, you know, for for the listeners, and uh, you guys already know this, but for the listeners, like, I'm not going to be an IGN editor or like an IGN like reviewer or anything. So there's not a uh, weird conflict of interest in terms of me talking about video games on this podcast. Um, this podcast is our hobby and we love doing it and it will absolutely continue. Um, and hopefully I'll get better at doing it because I'll know even more about the games industry, right? Get to learn from the best um, out there. But I'll be working on their, their product team on their website and their mobile apps and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to get started, but that also means that my hours are changing and recording when we like to is not necessarily going to be possible. So, we're looking at perhaps doing a Wednesday release instead. Um, Yay! <laughs> Sandy seems to like the idea. Um, and recording on the weekends and stuff to make that, um, you know, make that all possible for you. So hopefully that does mean we get like all of, you know, the last week's news more uh, encapsulated for you guys by the time you're hearing the show. Um but, yeah, so you know, will uh, like total transparency will make us record o- over the weekend of the of the week before to be clear. So you yeah. should have like a, f- a fully wrapped them Monday to Sunday uh, pack news and yeah and, uh, and and we hope it still it still works for all of you. If 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 it doesn't, well, there's not much we can do about it. But uh, <laughs> well, we can. I mean, we'll try and release on different. Day. I mean, I would love to be able to you know record and turn around the show even in the same night, but, you know, just the, the process of getting the show done is not necessarily no, possible right now. Definitely. And then and, and work work comes first, but but as always... Hey, Wednesday's good. Know. Wednesday's hump day, so... <laughs> hump day. Wednesday's hump day, so listen yeah, to us you while think. you hump. No. <laughs> oh, my God. He went, um, like, today, like, no filter. He's on vacation. He's like, you know... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been no off all week. To, no commitment to anything right now this week. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Already on the show. Just, you know, so for, for people to know, no, uh, you know, I will not be leaking any weird information or anything like that uh, from IGN. I mean, this is two strictly separate things. Um, Sandy, we have to come up with plans to, to you know, to <laughs> say it without saying it. You know what I mean? Well, I, hopefully it doesn't stop me from begging uh, people like Ryan McCaffrey <laughs> to come back on the show. Maybe I'll just be able to really? nudge him over the, you know, over a nice office salad say, hey, Ryan, why don't you come back on the show? Um, yeah. And talk more. So about you're saying videos. Wednesday, right? People can expect us on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. So does anybody have a calendar up? Wednesday. Let me check. Wednesday. Uh, so it's gonna be Wednesday, the twenty sixth. It's twenty sixth. So twenty sixth. You know, so this the, is the this longest episode. you're gonna go without yeah. hearing us um, ah, since the holidays. Survive, man. I hope, I hope there's no riots out there in the streets. Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe wouldn't be nice. Maybe we do like a short little episode. 
just reminding them that it's coming out on Wednesday, like a little five minute, ten minute thing. Well, Would that, that be nice? That could be, yeah. that could be nice because I mean, then uh, as well, you know, it's always good to if you don't follow us on Twitter, and we're probably gonna also like inform people of that and remind people of the schedule What's the Twitter handle change. The Twitter handle. The Twitter is handle is at Pixels Cast. Yeah. And the Instagram handle is Pixels Weekly, where you can get every episode for free if you go to pixelsweekly.com, unless you're certain someone's a younger brother. And we we charge you then. <laughs> we charge you if you're Curtis. And go read Yannick's Horizon Zero Dawn review. It's really, really good. Um, that, that was really good work, man. And uh, we also made a controller with the Xbox Design Lab, so... <laughs> Go if you want a crazy purple Xbox One controller, and I think I might honestly just to get it for my PC with the like Pixels Weekly engraved on it oh, could be yeah. cool. No, yeah. I, mean, I, I was um, hoping was at least good. you would order it. <laughs> well, I know, but I'm, I want kind of want a blue controller too. Anyway, we'll talk yeah. about it next time. And until next Wednesday, adios, au revoir, and we'll see you in. 10-ish days. <laughs> Bye, everybody.